Oh shoot, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's okay, we can buff it out. Okay, ready? Let's buff it out. Welcome back, welcome back. Hello everybody. Okay, you guys, we have um, something that we have to get off our chest. We've been keeping a secret. I I don't know how to say this, honestly. It's it's hard to admit and it's hard. It's been hard on my family. So soon into your marriage too. Right. We're not off to a great start, but I'm I feel like I should come clean with you guys this year. It's the beginning of the year. I just want to I want my conscience to be clear. We are having an emotional affair and it's with each other. We're in deep. Seriously, the amount of times <laughs> the amount of times that Manny will walk into the room and I'm texting Caitlin with like giggling to myself, like full blown like smile, like smirking. He's like, "Who are you texting?" And I can tell that he's like a little bit like serious. Like he's like, "Who are you texting like that you're giggling over?" And I'm like, "Oh, Caitlin, like It's so suspicious. It. it is. And I'm embarrassed. I get caught all the time. Yes, like, it feels like that. I'm like sitting there and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I like jump out of my seat when he comes in the room <laughs> i was literally sitting downstairs it's 8 30 p.m brian's in bed i'm downstairs i have my laptop open and then i'm like sitting in the corner like giggling texting like yes. <laughs> and he comes downstairs and he's just like are you coming to bed like what are you why are you hiding down here <laughs> no. in the dark on your phone laughing no. and i'm like ah, oh, this looks really bad yeah. and i swear i like jump just for the sake of like i'm a little bit embarrassed that yeah. i am giggling at my yeah. phone i'm like i don't know i don't know what i'm doing you know it was so bad i came home from work i worked a saturday and brian was home all day by himself with canyon mm -hmm. which is fine he does that he's a hands-on dad but i come home i walk through the door and on my way home you had been sending me some stuff so i'm like oh, Hi, and i do let me just say i do blow up your phone <laughs> i really do i recognize that so go ahead no i do the same so i get home i'm like hi family and then, then i'm immediately texting back kendall and I, she had sent me something hilarious as she does and i'm like ah no that's such a good idea and i'm yeah, smirking right. <laughs> and brian's like okay stop texting your boyfriend like be here with your family you've been gone all day <laughs> No, I swear. I swear. But you know what? Like, I feel bad, but I don't because it's just it's filling a void for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that they just need to deal with it. I, I mean, he said for so long, you should go find some new friends. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that such a good point? Yes. Manny did the same. And then you get the friend and all of a sudden they change their tune. And they're like, what about me? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> That's just it feels good to get that off my chest. Yeah. Truly, it really does. I feel like a weight has lifted off my shoulders. Every You guys all know. Yeah, it's out in the open. I don't want to hide anymore. Yeah, I don't want to hide us. <laughs> well, well. I'm doing your nails today? Yes. Okay. So I know what you guys are all doing. It's dry January, right? Everybody's yeah. dabbling with not drinking. Maybe you're just like trying to purge yourself of it because you went way too hard during mm -hmm. the holidays. Or maybe you've never really been into drinking. Or maybe you don't really care and you're not doing dry January. We're going to talk about sober curious today I'm gonna buff it out and let me start by saying two things so one this is not an episode about addiction mm -mm. So we're not talking about we're Too not heavy. giving any advice about not qualified no not qualified <laughs> we're not talking about addiction we're not talking about serious alcohol abuse no and also neither of us are living this completely sober life either so i just wanted to say that off the bat if you think this doesn't relate to me like i like to drink but i don't have a problem then perfect this is the 
episode for you, I yes. think. Yes. So we're gonna gonna talk about how to balance, how to find yes. that balance. Now, my take may come from some alcohol addiction situations, mm-hmm. not me personally. We'll get into it. We'll get yeah, into it. We'll get into but it. But let's, you know, let's first. Now you guys know what to expect. Let's talk about the nails. It's my turn. Oh, is that nice? I just can't. You get wait. to have a nice manicure for the next two plus oh weeks. Oh my gosh, Caitlin, go ahead. We do this every time, and this this is the part where I say, Caitlin, tell them, tell them how it went. This is my opportunity to do my weekly roasting yes. or bi-weekly where I tell Kendall how horrible she is at doing nails, <laughs> how she always acts so I'm confident ashamed. that they're going to be good this time. And I trust her every time. You know, she's very convincing, but I don't know what's going on on the other side of that table. I, as much as I try to micromanage her. There's only so much you can she's do, She's just bad. <laughs> There's only so much you can do. And I've actually ordered us some new tools. Okay. Well, just one new product. Um, because it's not me. It's the tools. It's the glue. Apparently. But we won't know because I'm doing yours today. So, well, right. I guess we'll find out in another week when you do mine, how they really hold up. Because yours, how long do they last? Not even a day. Again. Okay. I don't, uh, you know what? We won't, you guys know this. It's the same song and dance. I go, I just don't understand how this is happening, Caitlin. So, <laughs> what color will I be choosing today? Yeah, What? what's your vibe? At first, I was thinking like a light pink, maybe mm-hmm. like a light purple with, of course, you guys know, with the chrome. Oh, yes. And we did you guys so dirty last time. We were all excited about the chrome. We hyped it up so much and then we forgot to do the close-up of it. You know how we, if you're oh. watching, if you guys are watching the video, we do close-up segments. So we didn't get you guys like a close-up of applying it, which I think it's fun to watch. So we'll do yeah. that this time. Yes. We want to say thank you for bearing with us. We say this every time. Yeah. We're like, our technical difficulties are behind us. We're so much better yeah, now. No. But every episode we try to fix one thing and then one other thing is wrong, but we really are learning from our mistakes. We're moving forward. I think mm-hmm. that's all that matters is we're not moving backwards. Yeah. We're always moving forward. Quality is only going up from here. Always trying to improve. And if you've been loving the podcast so far, please leave us a rating and review. Please share us with a friend. Leave us a rating and review. That's all we ask of you guys. We're not doing this for money we're just we're just doing this for love show us some love <laughs> and ratings and reviews <laughs> um okay whoa that's very purple that's like but it bright. could be it could be pretty with chrome yeah it might like mute it that's what i've noticed mm-hmm. chrome sometimes kind of mutes like it, a little white cast on top yeah. oh that might be really cute okay. i like that pink this is like a pink but it's a soft would you describe it kind of a soft pink it's like a baby pink mixed with like terracotta almost like mm-hmm. it has like um mauve is that mauve mauve is mauve Mauve. 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 Is it in it mauve? It's spelled mauve, but it's just pronounced mauve. That's so embarrassing. Mauve. You nice know when mauve. you never like say a word, you only ever read it, and yeah. then you you're in front of people and you say it, and they're like, "What?" I heard of somebody saying, "Uh, lingerie, lingerie." Like, wait for lo- lingerie. Yes, <laughs> no. that was totally a lingerie moment that you just had. No, really, that's horrible. Bless their heart, because I feel them. Um, this one's like a little bit. That's pretty ish well, which one do you like well, i know which one you don't like <laughs> i could also go like icy blue oh wait now i actually like i don't know i don't think i want blue that's nah. like too it's too obvious like icy blue <laughs> not what i was thinking but <sighs> okay i think i'm gonna go with the pink it's okay cute. i like the pink all right give me your hand bitch so let's talk about it all right so I think it would be good for us to take it back to basically our story with alcohol from our first drink. So I'll go first. And Caitlin's starting to get busy. And again, like we said, this isn't like some big dramatic. I don't think either one of us necessarily ever had 
had like a problem with alcohol, but this just kind of is a good place to start. So first time that I ever had alcohol, I think I was like 17 and I think it was Fireball actually, which is a classic. <laughs> Yum. I'm not even gonna lie. Fireball is still to this day is one of the one like liquors that I can actually drink without it like making me feel disgusting. I just, I don't find myself drinking it often, but it's still like, it doesn't make me gag. It goes is down it, easy. It goes is it down on your list? What your you Your drink list? No, absolutely not. Oh. I don't, I don't go around drinking it, but like if somebody were like, oh, let's take a fireball shot like the end of the night, I'd probably be down just because mm-hmm. I know it's like not going to bother me. But anyways, that's not what this episode is. <laughs> so my favorite drinks in order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number one, three um, shots of tequila. Yeah, no. And I just remember, uh, it was just like, this is, I, I don't feel like this part of my story is anything like interesting or special. It's probably most people can relate to that. And um, it was me and my best friend. We were with a group of friends that had probably been drinking for years. So they were like, okay, you guys have never drank like it's you guys need to try it we're like okay like little babies we were kind of sheltered and innocent and she got super drunk i had like i was starting to drink it and then like i started seeing how she was and this sets the tone for how i will be how i was and how i still am to this day around any drinking situation i just somehow fall into this like mother role like i am Mm. the mother of the group totally Uh so take care of everybody yes so i think that once i saw that she was actually getting drunk i was like okay like i need to now take care of her so i kind of like chilled out but that was like my first encounter with alcohol and then i would drink from time to time towards the end of high school and then i got into college and college is where things went a little bit wild okay which again i feel like this is just probably very relatable i'm not saying this story like this is something super unique you guys i'm following like a very regular path you dabble in high school and then you get to college and you just go batshit crazy Mm -hmm. but when i got to college i was on a track team track and cross country so honestly what i realized was being on a on a sports team and it probably depends on the sports team it depends on the people on your team like it's probably totally circumstantial but my team specifically and like the track team one thing about us is like we work hard but we also play hard and it to me it like reminds me of the environment of kind of like a frat or sorority at least what I imagine they're like um, because it's just like the, the culture like I got there as a freshman and everyone's like oh my gosh like you're the baby like come on we're gonna take you out and like we're gonna go party we're, like they love to go clubbing I was in like central Florida so we'd, we'd be going to Tampa or Orlando so I remember the first night they were like oh girl we got to take you out like we got to show you around like you're like such a baby like come along and I'm of course like they're all upperclassmen so I'm like okay like let's do this and I remember we stopped at a gas station on our way out and they're like okay so what do you want us to grab you to drink because they're older they're gonna go buy me a drink I'm like waiting in the car like a little baby um and they're like what do you want us to get you and I'm like um oh I don't know like you know you're when you're like a freshman you don't want to admit like oh I don't I don't really have a drink so I was like trying to play it cool but I was also kind of like uh like quick let me think of like what the name of a drink you know and I think they could tell and they're like my friend that kind of was like handling all of it he's like I know what, I'll get you something like just stay here and I I know what to get you he's like you need a four loco oh no <laughs> he, said, he did not he said I know what you need you need a four loco no one needs I don't that. know why he looked at my skinny tiny little body and said you I know what you need you need a four loco absolutely <laughs> not so he goes and gets me a four loco and I'm like okay whatever is this is what, and and they had got they got them for themselves too so that was like the drink that they were drinking mind you this was like several years ago this is hardcore yeah no and like the tall boys you know what I mean like yes. a big a big boy so he he brings me back the four loco and I of course I take the sip and I'm like oh it's it's like tastes like juice like this isn't bad <laughs> like juice. oh my gosh like the thought of that just kills me but that's 
started me down the four loco road so that you became, started on that path like yes. that was your thing yeah well yeah because i just that was all i knew you know it's like again i was very sheltered and i didn't really know like much about anything and like i didn't have somebody that was like ew don't drink that you need to drink like you know better quality or this and that it was just like that was what everyone was drinking and so i was like okay and i would drink and that's so that's what got me into this path in college where next thing you know i'm going out with my my teammates and you know like i said we we show up to practice 6 a.m but we're also going out and we're drinking and i ended up that next thing i know i was literally probably like getting blackout drunk tuesday night because i was like our college night we didn't have class on wednesday mm-hmm. so i would get blackout drunk tuesday friday and saturday and then sometimes the sunday brunch oh. and and repeat yeah like no joke it was just like that that was like the height of my party like college phase and I, whether you can relate to that or maybe i feel like that's a little bit much i don't know like <laughs> i don't know is that to me it sounds felt, pretty normal to me okay okay i was like i can't really gauge but like to me in my world in my small college that was pretty normal i mean definitely not healthy but normal like college behavior and so yeah I would drink like a whole four loco blackout and that was what I thought was like that's it that's what you do with alcohol right like because that's what everyone else is doing right like I was like this is what this is what we do with alcohol so that's kind of so we'll stop there I want to hear like your start and then we'll kind of go from there I think mine is a little bit more extreme than yours oh wait that makes me feel good because as I was going on that I'm like I hope I don't know like I can't gauge I think so my first drink I think I was 13 oh 14 younger yeah yeah younger but I didn't consistently drink like all of high school like in the beginning probably didn't regularly start until more 16 17 and so yeah I was very responsible like I still worked a lot and I didn't go to as many parties of my friends and being around like smoking weed and like that kind of stuff gave me really bad anxiety in okay in See, high school but I wait, would wait, I'm curious why though like you were nervous about like the whole thing or what yeah it just made me uncomfortable like I didn't like being around people that were high their mood I don't know like the smell everything I hated it no I, I get that but I was curious why did were your parents very big on like kind of scaring you away from it or did, was that just innate in you you were just like it's scary yeah I think they scared me but okay because mine did so yeah. I just was curious because I definitely felt that it took me a while to get past that especially mm-hmm. like being like danger 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 like my brain is like sending off like yes. fireways yeah so I would say I was more conservative about it in in high school like I would just have some drinks on the weekends but I wasn't getting like blacked out regularly until college college I definitely went off the rails I lived in a house as with do. as we do uh, I went to school in Santa Barbara and I lived in Isla Vista and I went to the community college but I lived with half of my roommates were at the UC school so I got like the UC Santa Barbara experience Mm -hmm. and if you don't know it's like one of the biggest party schools in the nation it's like gets rated like number six or eight on like the top party schools. I actually did not know that. Yeah UCSB Isla Vista this little town it's very like famous. Okay. Anyways I lived in a house um, with eight other girls so there was nine of us and I lived there for two and a half years and we just went ham. Like it was, yeah, it was like six days a week. I don't even know how we did well in school. Like we did somehow, but it was every single night. Just, it's that age. Yeah. When you're young, you can just rally. I don't know. It is. It's crazy. we couldn't do it now. Yeah. Right? I couldn't. We would get like three giant bottles of cheap Andre champagne and that would be like the pregame. Like just me and my ro- one roommate, mm-hmm. like two of us. Andre, no. Yeah. It's do you so know bad. what that is? Yeah. It's so like gross. the cheapest, like, oh. I remember like not being 21 and like sending this guy to like go buy alcohol for us and i gave him like a 20 dollar bill and i was like get three no it was four bottles get four bottles of andre and i only gave him 20 bucks and he was like four bottles of champagne for like i don't You're think like, this is gonna be enough me. i was trust like no trust me. me it's exactly enough and it was like <laughs> he all. came back and he was like yeah it was exactly enough like dude i think they sold it at our at 
our Dollar General yeah. by our house. That's how I yeah. knew of it. I was like, oh, trust me, I know Andre very well. <laughs> but I mean, that would just be like the pregame. We yes. were always like passing around a handle. Like I got, I had a fake ID actually when I was 17. So I was using it into college and there was this bar I started going to. Um, it was called the Study Hall and I went there all through college. So the doorman, the bartender, like they all just knew who I was and I never even had to show my ID. Anyways, I went really ham. I I feel like that was normal. What got kind of more toxic was like after college, those behaviors kind of continued for me for mm, a little while. So okay. I like transferred schools to finish up my degree at UC Irvine after I did community college. And I lived with my grandma and I had like no friends around. So like I was still very much in like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to go to a bar or I'm going to like bring home a bottle of wine and watch a movie. But like I would just be by myself. And yeah. like I would just drink like a whole bottle of wine by myself. And then I got and I would do that like regularly like multiple times a week and then I got into a relationship with somebody who was like a very heavy drinker so all we would do is like get off work go home and like drink together like Mm -hmm. every single day and he would get like very like violent and aggressive and I feel like I was very like depressed and so it was almost like I didn't even want to be in the house with him so like I would just continue drinking Mm -hmm. and I definitely think that I created a unhealthy relationship with alcohol during that time and I could see it all over my face like I had a lot more acne I had the puffy face that we like joke about oh, yeah but like when I see that girl I'm like kind of sad because it's like dang you were like filling your body with so much crap mm-hmm. like that's and I could see it on mm-hmm. myself and I didn't I didn't recognize it at the time that I was using it as a coping mechanism because I had drank that much in the past, but it was like my whole relationship with the substance has changed. It wasn't just a fun thing going out like everyone else is doing it. It turned into like, now I'm literally doing it at home with my significant other and we're just fighting every day. Mm -hmm. Or now I'm like doing it at home, drinking by myself for literally no reason. Like not just like one or two glasses of wine afterward, the whole bottle or a bottle and a half. Mm -hmm. And I was so high functioning, like get up and go to work and like didn't even have a hangover. That's crazy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. But my whole journey, like I I never had a day where I was like, I need to stop. I can't live like this anymore or it's negatively impacting me. Mm-hmm. But my life started to change in a more positive way. Like I met Brian. We started like actually doing things. Like we started like enjoying our time together and doing activities, having goals and having aspirations. Mm-hmm. And just coincidentally, the amount of alcohol that I was consuming just started to go down Mm -hmm. and my life started to fill up. And I feel like that was a really big change for me. And then obviously getting pregnant, I completely cut it out altogether and it wasn't even hard for me. And that was the first time in my life where I experienced being sober in like, 10 years and life was so different like waking up in the morning without mm-hmm. a hangover or like that little foggy brain I mean you had the pregnancy brain but it's different right than right, like right. the alcohol brain okay I absolutely relate to that as far as the pregnancy thing mm-hmm. goes I think that for me too we have like a very similar path I think yours was a little bit um, more extreme in the sense of like your relationship and the amount that you guys were drinking mm-hmm. but for me you know I was partying all the time like I said with like my college friends and everything and um, I wanted to touch on one thing though as far as like my story goes for me I I've mentioned this to you guys before like a little bit of like social anxiety that aspect and I will say that once I kind of realized like with the four locos that like wow they completely turned that part of my brain off in this moment I'm not worried about what people why people are looking at me weird or like did I say something weird like is this wrong you know what I mean like all Mm -hmm. those like overthinking like your brain just like going a mile a minute the alcohol shut that off and I realized like wait I can just be a little bit like more uninhibited and feel more free in a social situation without all that social anxiety like this is amazing so that was a big part of it for me I think 
think that like catapulted me into again like how you said like an unhealthy relationship with it and again just similar to you I didn't realize at the time that it was so unhealthy but once I did start to get out of it that's when you kind of like look back and you're like dang like what was I going through like why was I doing that but I do think that for me a big part of it was the social anxiety aspect which is funny so I want to share like a little bit more like because mine takes me through college like that was like I think like my sophomore junior year you know those upperclassmen that I was partying with and hanging out with love them to death they weren't and I won't like don't get me wrong I'm not like trying to play like I was this cute innocent little lamb and they like ruined me it was very normal stuff you know you like hang out with, like you have like the upperclassmen they take you under your wing honestly I have really fond memories of that time like we had a blast like we yeah. had such a good time um and I like have good connections with all of them and it's so fun to think back on but once they started to like graduate and it kind of became like the leader in my in my college world then I kind of was reevaluating like what do I want to do now on the weekend because like all my friends are kind of leaving like they're going getting real jobs like they're not really doing this anymore and like now I'm like still here in this small town at this college and I just remember like I moved to an apartment that was like 20 minutes from the school and everybody else lived like right it was a super small town where like you don't even hardly have to drive or if you do have one dd it's like five minute drive to your house I was like 20 minutes away so one thing I'm not carpooling with people and then two it's a far further drive so I just decided if I still want to go out and socialize like if I don't want to literally be like sitting in my house every weekend then I'll just drive myself and I just won't drink I was like I'm not the best driver sober I'm absolutely not going to be driving with with a ounce of alcohol in me like I just know myself and it scared the crap out of me to even think about like getting behind the wheel with any alcohol in my system anyways that's just one little thing <laughs> but so I would start going out completely sober and I will I'm not gonna lie it was really Really weird at first with the social anxiety aspect it was it felt out of my comfort zone yeah to be in a social situation without any like Thing to knock the edge off it sounds was, terrifying yes it was like so like so out of my comfort zone is this one done i think so this glue looks good dude i, I, I have a good is. feeling about it so anyways i wanted to talk about that because it is it when if you are like sober curious and you're kind of considering playing with the idea it might feel really weird at first because it definitely for me it, i you kind of said that yours happened like more gradually to where you didn't really make like a conscious decision but mine i did actually make that decision one it was the drive but it wasn't just the drive for me it was also I kind of did have a little bit of that like when you look reevaluate and you're like what am I doing I did have that I will yeah. I'm not gonna lie I just think that I didn't I, I don't want to dramatize it though because it wasn't like I was like you know I won't I don't want to compare it to a full-blown addiction issue for me it was just more so like I was looking at my, my my lifestyle and I was like I don't want this for myself like I don't want like how you said you looked at your pictures you look yeah. at them now I kind of did it in the moment and yeah. I was able to kind of see it and also I had the track the running thing going for me so I was like I want I have goals like I came I came to college with all these goals like to reach all these goals with my running career yeah and then I got here and I just like I was having a blast don't get me wrong but like I did that I, I had my time I played and now my coach is kind of like hey like I I brought you here I'm paying you good money to be here it's like I could tell I felt it from him too and to be honest like that kind of made me I did feel bad about that because I was like yeah like they put money into me and like now I'm just literally like so stereotypical the college kid that's just like partying my like talent away so parting the scholarship yeah away. Like, so can you point your finger towards me not yeah. towards you yeah <laughs> Sorry. she's literally arching her thumb backwards <laughs> so she can see it it's like it reminds me okay honestly it reminds me of canyon your baby because i i <laughs> when you're holding canyon and he like arches his whole back that's this is like i'm over here like this yes you are being like canyon i deal with this shit all day you're like i'm sorry kind of like don't have the patience to deal with it from you yeah now your nails fucked up because oh no 
Um, I need more glue. Start over. Okay. Start over. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. thumb is just. So I basically just decided that I, I had that moment where I decided like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna like slow down on the drinking. I mm-hmm. think I did do like a sober season. It was going into cross country season, you know, which is the beginning of the school year. I was like, I remember you guys. It's so embarrassing. I got blackout drunk at a party, mm-hmm. but I had gone to that party telling myself that this was gonna be the last time. Like it was so dramatic. I was oh like, this gosh. is gonna be my big hurrah because that's such a college like childish like early 20s thing to think i'm like i gotta go all out then if i'm gonna stop drinking for the season it's very much like the dry january thing i know you guys listening the ones that are partaking in dry january i'm sure you guys had a day during the christmas season that you were like this is it or new year's eve probably where you're like well then i better go out with a bang (laughs) because dry january is coming around the corner so i did i like went all out and i'm not gonna share this video i can't it's like so ugly you guys it's so bad i'll show show it please show me i'll show you but i can't it's like because we're not trying to glorify this but guys i was so blackout drunk and my friends like recording me and i'm like sober for the rest of the season <laughs> I was like, i'm sober for the rest of the season and my um manny's like carrying me out of the house like to take me home and i'm just like can't i'm like hanging onto the door to let everybody in the house know like sober for the rest of the season dude <laughs> and i and you know what I did. You did, I did it? Not drink, yes, I did not drink an ounce of alcohol for my whole cross-country season. I focused so hard on uh, my running. And for that next year, that kind of catapulted me into the running thing. Mm-hmm. And then I really like what you were saying about like filled your time. You filled your life with better things mm-hmm. to kind of crowd out that bad behavior and the bad lifestyle. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. Okay, so I just so I would love to hear like your whole take on it because I will say that that's kind of what it was for me and that's kind of what kept me away from it because it's like, let's not get it wrong. You don't have to be um, an alcoholic to gravitate towards alcohol. Alcohol is addictive in nature. The way that it reacts to your brain, it is an addictive sub- substance. And not to get all, Caitlin and I get a little crunchy sometimes a little conspiracist-esque but it's there's no wonder that we aren't talking about this enough like there's no one there's a lot of money in alcohol so just keep that in mind we don't we're not going to go down this like rabbit hole but just keep it it's too it's too much it's caitlin and i are gonna I'm get like, weird Can I? I look i just looked over caitlin has like a tin hat on she's <laughs> like i'm ready to go down a homesteader no but um it is a thing so just keep that in mind but anyways my point what was my point? So my whole thing is just that I, that the next year I just got really into running and I, that kind of replaced it for me. And so then it wasn't even a matter of like, what am I going to do Friday night? I was like, honestly, I'm going to go to bed early Friday night so that I can wake up super early Saturday morning and do my 10 mile run because my coach was crazy. But <laughs> so I was like really into my running plan and that that I would say it was like replacing the good with the bad. So I want to hear your take on that. Well, yeah, the whole reason that we wanted to do this episode is I feel like I just want to share how much better my life has gotten now that I'm on the other side of those those habits mm-hmm. and kind of how I got there. Because I feel like you think you're going to be missing out on so much when you start decreasing alcohol from your life. Like mm-hmm. you stop going out to all the gatherings with people that it, the sole purpose is to drink, right? So mm-hmm. I was kind of sad when I first got pregnant because it's like, oh, well, I can't drink. So it's like, I'm not going to go out and hang out with those friends that we're just going to be sitting around drinking because mm-hmm. like, what is there for me to do? So the and initially, I thought that I was losing out on things. I'm losing out on fun experiences. Like, yeah, I'm not going to go to all 
Encore Beach Club and like sit there sober, you know? I'm not right. gonna go watch my like, big old belly. Yeah, and like I'm missing out on seeing like, oh, like Diplo was there, chain smokers, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so you think at first that like life's gonna be so boring, right? Especially mm-hmm. when you've never had a sober lifestyle or even just like when your whole life has revolved around alcohol for so long, because that's kind of how mine was. Like every weekend or every evening just revolved around alcohol. Oh so my it's gosh, like you completely. almost don't even know what else there is to do. Yes. Like, you're like, life would be so boring if I wasn't doing this. It's kind of like when you're in a relationship with somebody and you can't imagine life without them and you think, well, what would I even do if we broke up? And then you, if you have gone through this and you go through the breakup, you're like, you don't know what to do with yourself. You're like, mm-hmm. well, we would just hang out. So now what do I do? Right. So it's almost like that crutch, that person that you just spend all your time with. And oh, now yeah. they like, if they disappear from your life, you're like depressed. You're like, don't know what else to do. Oh no, that's so valid. It's a crutch. It definitely can be. Yeah. And I wish that there was somebody that I could have listened to that was similar to me where it's like, no, I didn't go get a DUI or ruin my relationship or punch someone in the face or like do something like rock horrible. Bottom. Like I didn't hit rock bottom mm-hmm. and I didn't want to like say I'm never drinking again but I didn't have anyone to relate to of like well what else can I do with my time and how can I find a better balance and so that's kind of why I wanted to bring this up but I feel like the way that I have successfully cut down on alcohol in my life without feeling restricted without feeling like I'm missing out on something or having to tell myself no is like I have filled my life with so many other habits and things to look forward to where it's like no I don't even want to drink I don't want to wake up tomorrow hungover I have better things to do when I wake up tomorrow I'm excited about the next day I'm excited to get up and and be a mom or make a healthy breakfast and I am excited to make a reel for Instagram I'm excited to brainstorm with Kendall I I value having a clear mind Mm -hmm. so much more and I have a purpose and I have a reason why I need to have that clear mind where getting drunk and being hungover would just be such an inconvenience yes it would just throw me off i mean think about it i am sure you can relate to this like i remember like being out for for a whole day after like a binge night like it was just like that whole next day is completely shot Mm -hmm. like you're not gonna hear from me like i'm not gonna get out of bed like my hangovers are so bad and i'm like i can't even think about doing that now and i'm not saying this like i'm so above it i'm just saying that like it literally makes me shudder like the thought of it makes me i want to gag just thinking about the feeling of being hungover it was giving me a lot of anxiety having those hangover days like i would have crippling anxiety anxiety oh same because it's like you looking around and you're like oh my gosh like i need to do the laundry i need to clean the right house. i'm wasting like, time what I'm am i doing my day and then you were thinking about all the things you did that night and mm-hmm. like so i feel so much better eliminating that from my life and so my biggest tip if you are kind of in between where you're thinking maybe this isn't the best thing for me maybe i you know i'm puffy i have low energy i have mad anxiety just start getting busy start making plans that don't revolve around alcohol mm-hmm. start like booking a workout class and sticking to it start planning hikes be that annoying person that plans a hike oh my gosh i'm i love that i would love to hear from that person like if i were the friend of that person that decided that they're gonna like chill with alcohol and they're like what are you doing saturday 9 a.m i'm there for that you know Mm -hmm. so the right people will be there for that too keep that in mind and if your friend group is just in the thick of it and like this isn't like necessarily like a how to like get sobered like caitlin and i like we said but i think like we just kind of wanted to share some like tangibles if you are kind of in that sober curious world that we are in and you are doing dry january and it's sitting well with you because this is towards the end of january now if you're starting to kind of feel like wait i kind of like this or like Mm -hmm. this this feels good on me or maybe you are still going through that like weird phase where it's like kind of uncomfortable out of your comfort zone where are you at now so like how much are you drinking now like what's your relationship 
kind of come to with okay. alcohol. So now I feel like I have much more of a balance because like how I was telling you guys my story, like I kind of was like super extreme and then I went to the extreme of like I did kind of try to go sober for a season my sober for the rest of the season um and then that kind of that started it so for me I kind of do did have to stop completely to kind of reset and then you mentioned the pregnancy thing so once I was done with my like sober season and I was running and I kind of got back to drinking a little bit but you know just like kind of still still in that like young party phase though which is nothing wrong with it I definitely think I had a better balance but Mm -hmm. still like drinking probably every weekend and when I do drink it's going to be to the excess I think that's the big thing too is like the mindset that I used to have of like if I'm gonna drink I'm gonna drink like it's never just like oh I'm gonna have a couple drinks it was like oh we're going out we're drinking and then the pregnancy was like another opportunity for me to do that like kind of like reset thing where your body completely purges of it and you are no longer kind of inclined to drink because like I said it, it is an addictive substance we might not realize but there's a reason why you're nearing your weekend and you're kind of like okay what's the move what's the move guys what are we doing this weekend it's it might part yeah you want to see your friends yeah you want to have a good time but really sit with it and think about it because it a lot of it is also that addictive nature of alcohol so yeah pregnancy was sort of like another opportunity for me to reset in that way I've slowly gotten back into drinking but I will say I'm still kind of figuring that out for me because I've, I feel like I'm still kind of trying to decide where I'm at with it I'm definitely in that like sober curious category because what I feel like I've seen what I seem to have found I mean when you're a new mom like at least for me I haven't been in a lot of situations where like I'm in like a party situation I just don't really have a lot of other friends out here like I I mean we hang out all the time and you're not really a big drinker um which is so funny that you know me in that way because this is so new for me right you're like that's not what other like a lot of people all my friends listening to this they're like yes she is (laughs) Caitlin is Caitlin blink twice if you you need help (laughs) they're gonna dm you kendall you don't know caitlin at all well and people would probably there's no and likewise like same thing my teammates would probably be like what kendall was like crazy but we're just both yeah in like a slower season and i just feel like that's exactly it like right now i'm just kind of like i just don't really have a lot of situations where i want to drink yeah and then when i do find myself in like a situation where everyone's drinking like whether i do have that off chance i honestly haven't gone out that much since having my baby just for the sake of like babysitters and all that but like there's been a few times this year and that's when I like I'm almost like faced with this decision of like oh wait okay so am I gonna like do the thing like am I gonna like drink or am I like what's my feelings you know I feel like I'm very we're very similar on like our amount of consumption I would say for me I thought I was gonna go back to the way I was after pregnancy so during pregnancy obviously no drinking at all and then after he came out I was like yes pick me up a bottle of wine like I can finally have it okay yes like because but that's also something that's like fed to us I think a lot of it's kind of like a fun it goes along with the whole like fun thing -hmm. about drinking where it's like built up to be this big thing Mm -hmm. i have heard so many pregnant women they're like you know what i want after popping my baby out i want a margarita yeah and like yes and that's nothing wrong with that but let me tell you it doesn't taste the same no it doesn't taste the same i agree i agree i i totally feel you on that what's the deal with that the wine literally tastes bad after giving birth because you don't your brain isn't like fiending for it anymore so you have like a fresh palate i think that's what it is like i really do because I do relate to that a lot and like and so that's where I'm at it's like now I'm in a situation where I do you need this one I, w- I need to do a second coat on this one I so. saw you like fishing around you're like, like how long I is need it been? something <laughs> I don't think we put the timer on the light so oh it's just like you have to take it out but yeah I would agree like now when I do drink I'm kind of it's kind of that it's like it doesn't this isn't as fun as it used to be no. like what's different like it's not hitting the same like I can't even get the buzz doesn't feel the same it doesn't taste the same and then the reward to suffering ratio uh, that's what so it is. different 
that is exactly what it is. That's how always how I feel. It's like the few times that I have decided to like have like t- literally like two or three drinks. Yeah. I won't even get a buzz and I'm like so hungover the next day that yes. I'm like, this wasn't worth it. And, and your this- baby is waking up at the same time. Oh my God, no. Don't Unless even- I have a babysitter for the morning, like I'm not, I which I've never that. had, but like I'm not doing it. Okay, I have thought about that because we are sober curious. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on curious. I don't think that I'm giving up alcohol. I'm not going to write it off completely. Like I'm always open to the idea. I don't think I need to for myself, but um, I do tell myself, like, I'm like, if if I did just want to, like, go down memory lane and, like, have a wild night out one of these days, I would hire a babysitter for the night and the morning. Like, like the next day. And the next day. Yeah. Honestly, like, the whole next day. Because I would want to do it all. I would want to, like, live the, like, next morning we're going to go out. We're going to eat something. Like, we're going to talk all about the night before. Yeah, like, I would like, make it a whole thing. Delirious. Like, yes. And, but honestly, like, I'm like, do I want that, though? Like, that sounds fun from what I remember it to be, but, like is that really gonna be fun anymore like so far it hasn't been fun for me i had like a few situations where it was like okay i have i have to go all out like i had a bachelorette party i had wedding it was really hard for me to like be the way i used to be i was like yeah i'm gonna like don't you feel like you have to like pull it all together and like really put everything into it like you're like okay i gotta put on this hat like i'm I'm doing this i wanted to but it just wasn't natural for me anymore i couldn't like, I was like, I need to go lay down. Like, I feel sick. I was also still, like, pumping at the time. Yeah. So, like, I think breastfeeding just exhausts you. And, like, your body, my body was, like, rejecting the alcohol because it was like, um, girl, we're trying to make milk. Like, yeah. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I was, like, not feeding it to him. I was pumping. I was, like, on a trip, you know. But yeah. um, it was really, really rough. And I kind of decided, I think that was maybe the turning point where I was like, stop forcing it. Like, stop trying mm-hmm. to be who you used to be. Stop forcing it. That's so, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. I think I was forcing it with alcohol. And so I've just not even been having my nightly glass of wine. Like, I haven't had any in a while. And I feel so good and and I wouldn't say I feel super energized because I'm still a mom, yeah. but I don't know what, I don't know how I would be functioning if I was still trying to drink like I used to. It just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit into my life anymore as a mom. And I know a lot of moms, like they need that relaxation at the end of the night and I can relate to that too, but I'm trying to find it from other things like mm-hmm. my favorite thing to do at the end of the night is have a cup of peppermint tea it is just so my vibe i know yeah. we've talked about tea yes but i'm still on my tea game like it's been okay. like months and there are herbal teas that give you a relaxed feeling there are yes. even like mocktails now that they're making that like give you like alternatives to alcohol that you can even drink in social situations that they try they say i haven't tried them yet but they in the light <laughs> i love the tap they say they replicate that like relaxed um mm-hmm. uninhibited feeling for people People with social anxiety because i think they recognize that it's mm. like a lot a lot of people do use it as a crutch in that way i think the best way to decrease it from your life is to find a replacement because yeah. at the end of the night you're like mm, i want a little treat i want a little something like whether it's the olipop yes or tea okay i'm so glad you brought it up because i when you were talking about it, i was like oh my gosh yes my so i do think that a lot of moms they like are like oh yeah my glass of wine and i i also wonder like if you're listening to this maybe you should like reevaluate and if you if you truly do love your glass of wine cool whatever but maybe are you loving it because you really do enjoy it and you like how it makes you feel or are you kind of just doing it because that's like what everybody talks about like that's what you're kind of being fed by society because like that is a thing it is like a big thing with alcohol and like i said like a lot of that started with marketing like we've been played so just keep it in mind like if you like big alcohol companies (laughs) i'm like getting really crazy no but like seriously so just keep it in mind because if you do like it like that's fine like of course i like a drink from time to time too but what i started doing like when i cook dinner i've made that kind of my mocktail 
hour mm-hmm. and I make myself a fancy little mocktail a lot of the time it's like coconut water with like some juice and like different things like sometimes I'll even add bitters and it gives that clove like spicy flavor it's so good oh you made me that you yes. made me that it was so good so good and I like to do them with the seasons so like that was my fall mocktail okay. um and then I had like my summer one was like a coconut water margarita so it was like coconut water um lime juice a little bit of salt and that's adrenal cocktail too that's a whole nother thing I'm not like a I'm not that person I can't tell you guys all about it but look it up adrenal cocktails I got like really into it for the summer um and that was like my thing okay what next we need to do your chrome oh wait can you get this pointy guy off yeah the nipple i just <laughs> you remove that extra nipple so yeah i i love that idea though because that's what i've kind of done and now and now don't underestimate the power of a habit sometimes we drink every evening or every friday saturday because it's habit and you think that that's what you want but as soon as you break that habit and you replace it with something else next thing you know you're going to be craving the peppermint tea or my yes. for me my mocktail i crave my mocktail now mm-hmm. you crave and what you're used to yeah, sometimes sometimes if you are i'm such a creature of habit so mm-hmm. like if you are sober curious and you're like, oh, but like every night at 5 p.m. I'm like craving that glass of wine, just stick it through maybe because you might find that mm-hmm. like the next thing that you replace it with will be your new craving. Yeah. Just and it might get easier. It. I okay. need to try one of your mocktails. Yes. That I'm going to find really like, good. I need, to, I guess the next one would be spring. So, yeah. well, I hope you guys maybe feel a little bit of encouragement to maybe continue your dry January or if you're, if this is something that's been on your mind, maybe you feel motivated to try it out. And yeah. I really do think that it has made mother easier for me because I'm not trying to force it I'm not trying to be who I used to be because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure to like go back to the activities you used to do and those just were not serving me and Mm -hmm. so I don't have that inner conflict anymore I feel more clear-headed and it just yeah I think finding that balance is really hard so we're curious as a vibe your face will get skinny yes (laughs) so do it for that do it for the pimples (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the clear skin no that's so true okay unpolished opinions time are you guys ready uh what's our first question let me see and we're gonna get a close-up for you guys of the chrome this time so we're about to apply it okay so expecting my first how do you know what you're doing is right for your baby i'm very nervous i have some thoughts caitlin i'm sure you do too my first thing that comes to my mind caitlin and i had a conversation about this really early on in our friendship about intuitive well I was gonna give it a name but we never called it this intuitive parenting like everybody wants to slap a name on things nowadays I don't I don't know we were just we had a whole like deep convo that was like all about how like you can read every like parenting book but sometimes you just have to trust your intuition yeah and it sounds really cheesy because before the baby's born you're like what if my intuition doesn't kick in yeah how what do you mean how am I gonna know and it's like you kind of just start to learn your baby. It Maybe it doesn't happen like literally the second they're born. The second they're born, you might still have like some fears and questioning yourself, but you'll come into it. Yeah. And you'll, you got to just trust your gut because the biggest advice I always give is that all of those guides and courses and books are all suggestions mm-hmm. and you get to decide what's best for your baby. And you can pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that as far as your question being like, how do you know what you're doing is right for your baby? I think it's not so much like, how do you know what you're, if what you're doing is right? It's like, it's okay if what you're doing is wrong in a, if for a moment, you know, yes. like just give yourself that freedom to learn, like give yourself that freedom to do a learning curve and you'll know by trial and error if it's right or wrong. You'll figure it out. People scare you a lot about making bad habits and 
and thinking that you're doing something wrong. I wouldn't Creating bad habits Mm -hmm. that are going to last forever and ever. Yes. That's such a fear mongering idea. It's a scare tactic. You just... So that you'll buy their ebook. (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) Yes. So don't stress out too much about creating bad habits. Like your main job is to keep them fed, to keep them warm, to show them love, to change the diaper and Mm -hmm. everything else like you figure it out as you go yes so don't be nervous just uh rest assured if you are like feeling anxious about it coming up trust me i felt that way too like as as the due date gets closer like i feel like those all those worries and fears they come to a head and it's like oh my gosh like this is actually happening like it's all fun and games when you have a cute baby bump and you're like styling it with cute outfits and gender reveal baby shower it's all about the mom and then like suddenly a few weeks before your due date you're like wait i'm actually gonna have a kid like i actually have to do this like the most comforting idea is that if you mess up, your baby's not going to know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> your baby doesn't know what's going on. That's true. So fake it till you make it. Your, your baby is literally, as long as you're just there, they're like, okay, well, this is what we're doing. You're the whole corny phrase, like you are the best person for your baby like you're the best mom for your baby it's true and that did just make me think of something too a lot of the time when that first year when i felt like i was in this okay first of all holy cow the chrome is a sleigh the chrome is (laughs) kendall hates that word the chrome is chroming you guys wow no like i no words caitlin oh what i was gonna say though is a lot of the time when i was like really feeling down on myself for like oh my gosh i don't know what i'm doing like i'm ruining him and like i just you know i'm i'm learning and like he like i wish like i knew more for him like you just you have that like feeling like you just want to be the best for them you just want to do everything right from the get-go i would think a lot of the time like we're just learning together like we're both figuring this out together and that just like helped me relax and feel even like more bonded to him it's like he's learning i'm learning like this is new for both of us like i love that idea honestly they also have no expectations of you they don't really know like what you're supposed to be doing okay caitlin i have a good one this question says caitlin who cleans up toenail city shut up (laughs) who doesn't say that tell us i want to know oh, you guys want the tea so curious. you guys want the tea <laughs> wait wait wait, wait. City. if you guys don't know if, uh toenail city a couple was it two episodes ago or so new year's resolutions episode yes okay caitlin shared with us that her lovely man tends to peel his nails and leave them on the on the bathtub so if you you guys got to go back to the episode in here the full story but tell us caitlin who cleans it okay in the beginning of the relationship i was like i'm not doing this shit you know i was like can you clean that like what what is this right right and he'd be like oh it's bad it's bad i know it's bad and he'd get a little embarrassed (laughs) and we'd joke about it and then he'd clean it up but don't tell me don't tell me i have cleaned it up multiple times no i have cleaned up tono city A few times. Okay. And you know what? We do it for the people we love. And that's fair. All right, you guys. We're going to leave on that note. Everybody have a great week and we'll see you next Monday. Yay. Another episode in the books. (laughs) 